Hello everyone, welcome to Fountain Pen and Stationery, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Collins, welcome you to 2021. And this is Frank. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Frank. So, Frank, I know that you've been busy with something. What have you been up to this year? And escrow, and uh, most <laughs> importantly, uh, well, not importantly, uh, related to our podcast, I kind of had a deep dive into scissors. <laughs> I guess we'll be talking about over this episode, but yeah, I spent a lot of time looking at scissors. And this was something I know that probably came up from me, I think. I, I brought up like a scissor or we brought up scissors like maybe two or three episodes ago. And I could see the wheels turning your brain um, and getting really interested in scissors. Because every every couple of days I'd talk to you and like, oh, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at that. Okay, so give me the breakdown. What have you been looking at? Yeah, so, um, well, I mean, look, like I said before, the entire reason why I was even interested in looking for scissor is due to the fact that I cannot even cut open a bag of potato chips. Well, that <laughs> which is weird. Off, which is right. Which is kind of funny in its own right, but that that honestly pissed me off. Um, so, okay. To be fair, I got a new pair of scissors at work, but that's okay. the newbie took my scissor. The newbie took my scissors, so I might as well go ahead and request a new one. And, okay. uh, well, the new one actually works well. It's a new Fisker one. By the way, if you want to get a good, a good, really available scissors from, um, I'm pretty sure she bought it from Staples. Fisker, Fisker scissors. That's yeah. like a standard, um, it's, it's a standard recommendation for a non cheapy made scissor. They work. Right. That looks like an office scissor, like a general yeah, purpose office scissor. Yeah, it's a general scissor. purpose office scissor. I'll be completely honest with you. If you're not going to deep dive into anything, a Fisker scissor is fine. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it, it, if it, it, you're like Frank, who really wants to go into the niches of niches of some topic, then let's continue. Yes. Yes. So... You remember the one you brought up about the scissor that you have, right? And yeah. Let's, which one is that one? Let me try to find it again. It was a life scissor, something like that. Yeah. It was a scissor that, that's able to tool for life. There we go. And I mm -hmm. think tools for life. That's right. Tools for life. Yeah. And it was made by a Taiwanese studio. Um, mm -hmm. I remember talking to you about uh, the color of the scissor. There is the black version and there is the gold version. Yes. Right? So, okay, actually, no, let's, let's rewind a little bit. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's something on top of other crap. Let's go from the beginning. Scissors, okay? okay? In, in, like, scissor is basically two pieces of metal. That, that just yes. that's that's cut and it's stable or riveted together or even can be screwed together, okay. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a very versatile tool. Everyone has it, but it just depends on how well how well the cut angle is. Depends on how well the steel is. You you have stainless steel, which is 
resistant to a corrosion most of the time, and then you have some. I don't think anyone ever made it out of carbon steel anymore, just due to the high chance of rusting. Um, I'm sure you could still find something in Japan, but that's neither here nor there. Oh yeah, of course. Again, I I think there's there's those like special bonsai scissor that is made in the same method as katana. If I recall correctly, I there there's a made in Japan episode I can post it later. I talk about like a thousand dollar katana, a thousand dollar like bonsai scissor that's made in the same forging method. Okay. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes, and, and they have like the the end tip of the scissor has a specific amount of clearance. So when you cut and chop something off, it has a little clean sound at the end. Oh my goodness! That resonates with the scissor, <laughs> and that wow. is that guy's signature, uh, signature craft. <laughs> In a sense, he makes like ten or twelve scissors a year. So wow. that, that's that's like an entirely super super niche item. Okay. And you know what that thing about that scissor is? Uh, I have some experience in. Um, I, I I practice a, a Japanese uh, sword martial art. Yeah. And uh, the if it's made of the same material as a katana, like that scissor will rust just by touching it. You have to oil that thing and clean it off. Oh yeah, and yeah, I'm pretty sure that's made of carbon steel too. So yeah, it'll probably rust. <laughs> So, yeah, but hey, it'll look pretty. It'll look really it, nice. It look really nice. I guess it can be very sharp, but I guess you gotta. Ew, it's actually pretty bad if you can think about. It. You're cutting uh, trees and bonsai trees, which is wet, so you're consistently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what you mean. It's actually a uh, like a bonsai tree. It's a bonsai cutting scissor. scissor. Correct. And they that's, say they that's... they want it as sharp as possible, so you do the least amount of tissue damage. I feel like that's, uh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I recall. Okay, that's what I recall from that thing. Uh, remember, I, I went to like a bunch of all main Japan shows. Uh, that, that's one of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's, besides that, besides carbon steel, so there, there's like typical stamped steel. There is, uh, of course, stainless steel and hyro and like super high anti-corrosion stainless steels mm -hmm. and of course there is uh, being a knife guide uh, I think it was Johnny actually that reminded me to look into super steel scissors of course yes in case anyone is wondering super steels are made very different than normal steel um, super steel is typically also called powdered steel um, mm -hmm. their steel is not made, their billet is not made in a folding casting fashion that you can think of. Um, the okay. entire iron ingot in a sense, not, not ingot, it's just sheets. They are pre-mixed in very, very, very fine metal powder. And then the, uh, the steel manufacturer kind of just heat up the entire thing and they form like sheets of super steel and you laser or water jet cut them into shape and grind them down to shape. Wow. So, okay. So the steel is already, it, it's in, already in, in like for Japanese steel, like you, you would compress the steel into its shape and then you shape it from there. But this one's just, it's a giant block and you have to cut it out. 
Yeah, it's a giant block, and the re- entire reason why it's a giant block is the super steels. They have um, carbide crystals in them. Oh, okay. So it makes it much. It makes it last much longer, and they can have very high corrosion resistance in the same time compared to a carbon steel. At the uh, cost of the uh, the steel tend to be a little bit uh, brittle, more brittle than the others. Right, but there's a higher carbon count, so it's not. It's going to be less malleable, right? Yeah, it, it's not carbon count actually. It's it's carbide count. Carbide count. Yeah, and carbide is brittle. So it's a perfect steel for short knife and uh, like short tools, but it's not good for anything. The super steel is not good for like much longer pieces unless you want to get a thicker bar, of course, and which thicker bars right. are to find. But I like mean, you're not going to try to put some resistance on it, uh, like uh, f- through the length of it. It's only good for holding an edge and like cutting, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to put like a you don't want to put on like a machete because machete you have a lot of like bending forces, and right. typically they are not great against that. So, but that is super steel for you. They are they are hard to sharpen. Typically, because of a carbide content, you need to sharpen using uh, um diamond files. mm Hmm. And uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it basically is a completely class of its own in terms of uh, edge retention. And it's just harder to, uh, it's easy to maintain because they're hard to get dulled. But once they get dulled, it's a pain in the butt to resharpen it. Right. Yeah. So that is something I look into. I, there <laughs> was a scissor that was made in M390 steel. Which is a super steel, meaning I believe M390 is a USA steel. Um, okay. But that company did a bait and switch. And uh, their newest scissor is no longer made in M390 steel anymore. They switched back to, uh, they switched back to, what is it called? Typical stainless steel. So they did a, uh, oh, we're opening with this new fantastic scissor made with this new, fa- this great steel. But then when we actually sell it to you, no, it's just going back to the old thing. Yes, which is very unfortunate. And uh, I, I kind of question the company's uh, mm. morality when they, whenever they do that. But it is, it is, it is according to the, uh, a lot of the Amazon review, that's what they did. So. Right. Oh, okay. By the so way, we're, uh, we're not going to support them. Yeah. No. No. I'm not buying that. So, and I, I'm not changing that. I'm not buying that. If, if that's the case. So, um. Oh, N390 is by uh, Bowler, which is Austria, Austria company. I'm sorry, it's not USA. Um, USA Austrian Steel, company. Okay. Yeah, it's Austrian company. So I think there is similar steel, different versions made by USA, Austrian, and there's a Japanese version too. So. But they are right. like, like the stuff. different countries have their own little recipe for their their super steels. Yeah, like a few percent difference in the elemental chart, but overall the same thing. Right. Okay, so there's that, which that's the only super steel scissor I can find. But then the so rest is. You've yeah. got carbon steel so far. You've got regular stainless steel, and we've got super steel. So that's three you've named so far. Yes, so carbon steel is out because of the uh, um, hard to maintain, honestly. Corrosiveness. Yeah, corrosiveness. Uh, super steel is also out. So which uh, what's left for me is 
good old stainless steel for scissors. So, well, yeah. Yeah. So what I found out is for stainless steel, there is still two kind of steels. One of them is a uh, forge stainless steel. Forge stainless one, steel. Yeah. Another one is just a billet, cut billet from the, just a sheet of billet and then cut it out, right? Right. And uh, I think kind it's of stamped, kind of like stamped out, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically stamped. You you, you stamped it out where laser cut it from the same mold. Mm-hmm. Um, there used to be belief that uh, the forged steel is stronger because the crystal structure is more clear. You have longer crystal structure where the may. I believe some people think that you actually got the uh, the stamping process get the uh, iron crystal. Um. The larger one out further, and that will improve its usability and stuff. But okay. I think the consensus is that typically, as long as you treat heat treat the uh, stainless steel right, it really doesn't matter. Hmm. Yeah, which is so, interesting because if we bring this back to the pen world, where they talk about gold nibs manufactured in the olden days and how those were forged, that there's some kind of difference in the um, the the elasticity of the metal. Yes, I think someone there were some some people do do believe that's the case, but I think it may be survival bias in a sense. Mm. It's possible. Yeah, in my opinion, like the the spring that some people say is actually due to the micro uh, micro fracture in the structure, and whatever you can use are all the whatever that's left that is that's still super flexible are the unicorn that is left not broken after a couple decades of uh, being used so in the middle of this uh in the middle of this discussion about scissors and metals we've possibly hinted at a conspiracy theory amongst vintage pens and their flexiness yeah yeah i would say so (laughs) i mean i mean and we're nowhere near experts but i do think that uh no 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 some people will oh so i'll probably gather fire for this but yeah, I, I think it is possible to recreate uh, vintage nibs. The issue is just how much money are you willing to put in there to right. redo and uh, to to redo the uh, entire methodology and uh, to redo the entire process. And or like you said, it's possible that it's just um, the micro fractures within the the steel over however many years that makes it more flexible, but it still holds up. Yeah, it still holds up. You you might just get like golden simple that everything just aligned. It's it's kind of like um, windmills. Um, do you know that some uh, the windmills, they are actually made with the grains of a tree. It has to be in the same. Um, people in the old days figure out that the grain of a tree has to be in the same direction as the windmills turning. Okay. So like. Is, is, I'm trying to follow is, you. Yeah, is the wood fiber in the windmill's blade? If they are made in the same wrong pattern, the windmill's twist and turn due to the wind is gonna be in the same. It's gonna be the. You're working against the wood grain basically, and your windmill's okay. wind blade will break faster than normal. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. so they have to make sure that the wood graining on the windmills are are properly aligned in in how they're constructed and in in how they're facing the wind so that they won't break as easily. 
Correct, and uh, this is the same applies to uh, hatchets, hatchets and uh, axe. Like, um, for example, if you get a hickory axe or ash axe, um, wood that's a little more flexible. Mm-hmm. The grain has to be straight. Like you, you, you need to see the wood grain completely straight. I think this applies to both cans and the, your, uh, your oh, martial yeah. oh, artist definitely. too. Yeah, so yeah. I think some of that may be in the uh, forging process of the gold nib as well. Mm. Like the, the crystal has to align in certain ways for it to work versus not work. And uh, whatever that lasted, survived till this date on is probably the lucky ones that got it just right. And I mean, that's fair. I have a couple uh, Japanese wooden swords, Boken, and, and I've had a couple break on me, and in, there is usually a knot right where that break happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The knot is typically the weakest structure of the wood. So, yeah. yeah. It's like the, um, uh, what's my cane made of? The uh, Lignavide. It is, uh, it is typically stronger because the, uh, the wood grain intertwines itself. Mm. It has a, a stronger um, resistance toward breaking than normal. But yeah, be, that's probably what is going on. Maybe. Big maybe. Okay. <laughs> but, but okay, so we have stamped and forged stainless steels. Stainless steels, yes. So all of the stamped ones, I think the good ones are, uh, from what I can tell, is... Uh, Cutco scissors. It is. It actually got a pretty good. I, w- I wouldn't say code following, but it has a pretty strong following. Uh-huh. Um, it is a brand that is for USA, and it has a lifetime warranty. Most of the scissor is uh, is covered by a thermal plastic at the end, and uh, if you screw it up or uh, or it needs to be sharpened again, you can send it back in for resharpen. Now, but Cutco is a company with a little bit of controversy, isn't there? I don't remember. Uh, you may need Cutco to is a um, is it's not like a. I forget what the term is, but they go to your house and they sell you the scissor. You can't buy Cutco scissors from the store. Do I? I isn't think that you right? can buy online. I, I saw okay, so they do online sales now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can literally go. You can buy it directly from online right now. I think uh, super okay. is called the super sears, super shears. You mm-hmm. can choose your uh, handle, black, red, and pro. And uh, yeah, it it also it's also easy to clean because you can. What is it called? The there's a release bolt. You just gotta make sure that you turn the scissor the right way, and then you can actually release the scissor itself. And you can take it apart to clean it. 117 bucks. They do look nice. Yes. I actually forgot about the price. They they are a little bit spendy. But uh, again, lifetime warranty and the breaks in and in. Resharpen for a lot of, uh, resharpen services as well. So. But they do look nice. They look really nice. And they, they, I wouldn't, they, look, they don't look fancy, but they look very practical. Right. I mean, it's totally up the Frank aesthetic. It's, it looks pretty nice. It's utilitarian. It's not trying to be overly fancy. It looks like a workhorse scissor. Yeah. And the next one we have on the line is... Oh, the, but they don't have blue. They do they not don't have, have blue. blue. <laughs> they do not have blue. That is correct. And that is why I'm not considering it. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, I just... I, uh, there's other choices. 
Sure. Per se. Okay. Yeah. So there is a uh, Kai Scissors, K A I Scissors. Mm-hmm. I think this was actually a off brand of Ken Onion. I cannot. I, I re- reading that somewhere, but I cannot. It's hard Ken for me to Onion? find proof for that. Ken Onion is a knife designer. Okay. Uh yeah, it's supposed to be uh it's like a same guy that did the shoe knives. And this one is a Kai. And okay, uh, I see it. Yeah, the Kai scissors, they are actually pretty cheap. Uh I think the 14, 14 bucks basically. Fourteen thirty but fourteen dollars thirty cents. Yeah, so I mean like fourteen dollars for a scissor and uh they are made they are made with the decently good uh, excuse me. They are made with the decently good uh, steel, stainless steel comes sharp ready to use and uh so far a lot of people recommended uh for a cheap uh starting scissor for everyday scissors so if you want a good scissor scissor and uh that is not fisker that's better than fisker i would say like it's a typical recommendation and kai scissor is probably the best choice it's 14 bucks 15 bucks leaving the office settings yeah. So what is the um benefit to having this scissor? Because like it doesn't seem like anything special, right? Is it just going to cut better? Like what's going to be the experience of using a normal Supposedly, scissor like your Fisker? Supposedly the 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 Kai scissors are a little bit more carbon content scissors. Okay. Their steel is slightly better. They are um, they are hardened stainless steel, and the the higher quality one are actually carbon steel. They're, they are carbon stainless steel. So it's going to maintain that edge better. Yeah, it maintains the edge better, and they are made with a higher uh, standards overall. I will point out just uh, this is just me looking at the photo that we have on Amazon right now. The mm-hmm. plastic that's covering the the plastic handle. Yeah. could use some work yes like you can tell uh, where you, the plastic you, molding is not you can quite see right. where the mold is you can see you can see where the meat you can see where the mold releases yeah but at, this is a 14 dollar scissor <laughs> sure <laughs> I, I mean look there is a 50 dollar version let me see the 50 dollar oh man okay you can still see the you can still see the uh plastic mold to be oh yeah i still see it yeah but then these are made in Japan scissors, and uh, yeah, overall people just say the uh, the blade material is uh, generally use a better, they're better blade materials. Okay. Yeah. So for that, that that's actually a pretty good choice. And then uh, after this, I think we are going to a little more uh, uh, traditional slash boutique styles. Um, I'm not sure how to say this correctly. This is the actually, Wilkinson. No, no. Yeah, this is Wilkin, um, Whiteley Wilkinson scissors. Whiteley is actually a very well known, a very old scissor company. Mm-hmm. I believe they are based in UK. Wait, yeah, they are based in UK. And all their scissors and the cutlery, and I think they make knife too, they are forged scissors. Okay. 
I mean, this looks really pretty. Like in, in terms of like in aesthetics, this one probably wins. In terms of like traditional aesthetics, yeah, they they yes. these looks like your very traditional scissors. Like if there was a time movie that was made um, to depict the 1800s, I could totally see the scissor being a part of the set. Yes, I would. I would agree. And uh, honestly, their household scissor is not bad. Their household scissor is uh, about 30, 40 bucks, assuming you can buy it. Uh, then that, that one's coming soon to the stores. The thing is, um, right now, due to COVID, a widely scissor is pretty much like you can't buy it. <laughs> it's really oh, wow. hard to buy. It, it kind of sucks to, to try to buy right now because Amazon, they are really short on stock. I actually trying to get the uh, the paper scissors they have. Well, and the nine inch one is available now. Uh, shipping with fourteen days delay, I believe. Right? Yes. Yes. So yeah, they don't really have it in stock. You, you gotta order it, and they will probably get it for you. <laughs> right. And yes. uh, this one actually, when you talk about this, um, what I didn't know is that scissors has um, different coatings on it. Mm-hmm. There is the titanium coating, which sometimes actually use some drill bits. And uh, it's actually kind of considered a ceramic coating as well. This actually enhances the hardness on the surface of your scissors, which will promote the sharpness of a scissor for a longer period of time. Okay. Okay. And the opposite is Teflon coating, which is the what your scissor has. Teflon coating is basically, well, you know Teflon, it is anti-stick. So when you use that, it helps um, it helps your scissor to release sticky residues better. Okay, so are these, the, are these the Wilkinsons, do they have Teflon or titanium? The one I linked you, the black line, they are Teflon. Okay. They have a titanium version that is available for uh what is it called for their exo models but that is their taylor model and the mm. exo gold model is 205 dollars mm, that's a pretty high price yes that is a pretty high price you have to Indeed. really like cutting stuff to get that <laughs> <laughs> well that is for taylor's specifically oh okay yeah yeah so i mean they're literally cutting fabric for their job so yes that you're that's for your job and you probably only want to use that to cut to cut fabric because the thing about scissor is that uh i believe paper and those kind of stuff is actually a lot harsher than the fabric fabric and uh once you cut it with scissors it doesn't work on fabric as well afterwards yeah i can imagine yeah, so, so when if you have like an old parents, like a lot of people remember their grandma, grandpa. Maybe maybe not us, like people in their forties, fifties, they probably remember their grandparents really particular about kids not taking their uh, tailoring scissors or right. shaving scissors. 
because exactly because of the fact that once you cut it with papers or cardboard, you're just gonna dull the scissors. Which oh, cardboard would totally well. ruin a good pair of scissors. Oh yeah, they they definitely do that. So, and uh, another one is actually oh I forgot to give you a link. This is actually available on the Jet Pen. This is the、oh, okay. uh, Nakabayashi scissors. Let me see. Nakabayashi scissors. Yeah, let me give you a link right now. Okay, so yeah, that the、uh, what's called Nakabayashi scissors, and、um, they are different coatings, of course, and、uh, they are all. I believe they actually all just stainless steel, non-stick coating. They they don't have the specialized hardened finish. Just they they call it different that titanium coating, fluoride coating. I think the fluorine coating is actually the thin,、uh, is the non-stick version, and the two titanium one are the one that enhances、uh, strength. I really like the look of it. Like I, I, I think I like the shape of it. Looks like a sword. Two swords just kind of coming together. Yeah, the、uh, the longer edge supposedly、uh, give you a longer cutting service. Mm-hmm. We meet where it's needs a paper, so supposedly help you cut or like slice the paper open a little bit better than your straight cutting edge. This one also so, reminds me of my tools to live by scissors. I might want to pick one of these up because I like the look of it, and it's only fourteen dollars, so it's not bad. Yeah, this is I think the titanium one is sixteen, and the floral one is fourteen. So. They're not bad, and they are available on JetPen. Really available compared to the rest of the scissor、mm-hmm. I'm covering right now. So, this one is really not too bad. Yeah, and again, I really like the aesthetic. So, if you're thinking about picking up a scissor, this might be the one to go for. Yeah. And、uh, the next one we have is, um,、uh, how to say this? The hum, the Humboldt, <laughs> the Humboldt spear point utility shears. Sixty-five dollars. Is it sixty-five dollars?、Uh, oh, oh introductory MSRP.、Wrong. Sorry, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. MSRP is sixty-five, but introductory price is forty-eight. And that that forty-eight dollars been there for a while, so <laughs> I think the permanent price is forty-eight. <laughs> Now, see, this reminds me of like. It, it has an old timey look to it too. It's an all metal scissor. There's no.、Um, There's no plastic on it. it. It looks like a really good tool scissor. Yeah, this is. I think the quick backstory of this scissor is that this is a scissor commissioned by a knife seller on blade form. Oh, I think a couple years ago he was asking, like he he's asking for scissors. He's literally asking anyone to recommend good scissors that is durable and、uh, can take a beating and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So he was not happy with most of the scissors that he found. So being a knife distributor, the guy went ahead and commissioned one. It looks really good. Like if if I were to imagine like a really sturdy, strong scissor that like. I I know that this sounds ridiculous, but like if you were gonna pass a scissor on to your children, I guess this would be the one. Did you see the、uh, the instru- the instruction video on this thing? No, I haven't. I'd have to. I'm、it、not gonna watch it now. It is pretty ridiculous. 
Yeah, because it can cut like super thick cardboard. It can cut leather. It can cut uh one eighth oh my inch God. layer he, of he cut a carpeted. ruler. Yes. Oh can wow! Kit- <laughs> and it, it cuts through credit card like it's nothing. Oh my goodness! It Actually, this this like- is this may be something you should get just as a literal tool for your house in yeah. case you need to cut something. Correct. And actually, honestly, I think I might get this one just for like a house tool. Yeah. Like if you need anything, because I mean, forty dollars that's not bad. And for a scissor like this, that thing, the entire thing is a forge, is forge uh, made. And uh, <laughs> yeah, take a look at the weight. That's almost one pound of scissor. Fifteen point eight. <laughs> ounce <laughs> yep that is almost one pound scissor like it is built like a tank and like it's basically is... 12 inches long correct so it's... cutting length is four <laughs> so like you 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 have a really strong leverage near the uh, end of the scissors for you to do any kind of heavy cutting uh, heavy cutting and yeah. stuff so yeah, I mean, honestly, I might pick one up just for home improvement purposes. Um, but I, I find the origin of this one pretty interesting due to the fact that someone couldn't find the scissor that he wants and he just commissioned it and they'll start selling it. And, you know, kind of like with a lot of things, like with cooking knives, right? You have your paring knife, which is a small, delicate knife used for small little work on the for cutting. And then you have your chef knife, which is much bigger, or you have your... Um, your butcher knife, right? Which is bigger. This is kind of like the butcher scissor almost. Yeah, yeah. This is the uh, heavy-duty scissor that you don't really care about if it actually gets dull over time because it's not meant for delicate services, I would say. Even though technically the guys say that it's still fun cutting like papers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think this is like one of those heavy-duty scissors. And of all the scissors you've shown here, you could probably drive your car over this one. It'd be fine. Oh, yeah. Assuming that you didn't jump up and puncture your car tire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this one, this, I have no doubt this will survive being drivable by a car, man. Yeah. Granted, the other ones, I think some of them will actually last it too. Sure. Um, yeah. Lastly was the uh, Ernest Wright scissor. Ernest Wright scissor. Yeah, this one is a, uh, you, there is a kind of, Conflicting emotions on the scissors for among a lot, a lot some people because I believe there was a Kickstarter that eventually fell through for the scissor. Oh, yeah, because the the sad story is the one of not not one of the owner that was running the business suicided after the Kickstarter. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, and the entire production kind of just halted and fell apart a little bit. And it was recently acquired. They closed down for a while, and they got reacquired by somebody else, and the new owner st- still makes them. Okay. Um, this scissor shop kind of blew up after one of the uh, made-in UK documentary or something like that, where I, I think it was one of the so expensive episodes. They talk about the uh, their scissors. Which, um, honestly, their scissor looks pretty good in overall. Of course, they are the handmade scissor <laughs> in UK, and uh, they are 
not cheap. Yeah, and ninety uh, pounds for one of the bigger ones. Yeah, you're looking somewhere around ninety pounds, which is like a hundred and ten, hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, the uh, Turton. Uh, yeah, Turton was there. Is their kitchen or overall utility scissors? So it has a, a little bottle opener with slash nutcracker in there. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, it also looks like it. Almost kind of looks like lobster shell cracking thing in the center too. Correct. And the bottle opener as well. It's like, is that their overall utility scissor? And uh, they're all, they, they call it hygienic stainless steel. I think they're just super anti-corrosive steel, most likely. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, their their kitchen is 95 bucks. I, I mean, if you if you wanted to buy a slightly smaller one, there is the bird-shaped one. And that that's for, um... <laughs> that's for embroiling, though. Those are some same made for uh, sewing and stuff. I mean, it looks really nice. Uh, like the they used the bird feet as the two rings you'd put your fingers through, and the beak as the cutting. As the cutting yeah. service. Yeah. It looks really nice. So, I don't know if I would ever put that to use though. <laughs> well, I, I I'll wait for the day that you you pick up Taylor and then we'll talk. Yeah, whenever whenever that <laughs> Maybe. happens. Whenever if that happens. Yeah, so there's that. And um, the issue with them is they, they have a new line that in development. I might want to wait for that to see how it goes. But uh, they got hit by COVID pretty hard, apparently. Oh, and no. all the production kind of stopped. I'm, so, like, I'm looking at all of the scissors they have to offer, and they're all either sold out or back-ordered. Correct, and now that's their current situation. They, they, they are already. They were kind of recovering from the the new, the death of owner slash transition to a new owner, and uh, once they finally pick it up, COVID hit. So their production kind of got slowed down quite a bit. I will say though, the design is is uh, well. It, this is same similar to the previous one where it's an all metal, um, gloss polished uh, design. Um, but these have a little more of a, I don't know how to say it, like an elegance to them. They look kind of like swords. Yes. yes, they are. They are definitely more elegant than the Humboldt. The I, if it, okay, what's the best way for me to say it? Humboldt is an American-made scissor. Mm, yeah, I guess that that's a good way of saying it. That is designed with the American. Uh, muscle card feeling imbued to it right like it is overbuilt it it has sharp edges and uh, the handle is super big with uh, a lot of uh with a lot of material and heft behind it and the earnest right is like like if you take a look at the general scissors it is general paper scissors it is a it is well curved I yes, think, I think that's the best way I can say it. Yeah, it has all the right curvature, so it looks a lot more elegant to it. I'm looking at the ten-inch paper hanger, and it looks—it literally looks like an English broadsword, but in a scissor format. Yes. Whereas the Humboldt reminds me more of like a Mustang, like a like a muscle car. Yeah, the the Humboldt basically it definitely it reminds me of a it reminds me of a, a muscle car. Like the, um, I mean, if you look at their industrial shears, which is the same function as the Humboldt, this one is, 
similar purposes, but that、like, you can tell the handle was made in entirely idea, like not not entirely idea. I would say very very different appearances. Yes. Yeah. So both both yeah. look really good in their own ways, right? Yeah. Both 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 have their unique styling. I would say they definitely have their own unique styling, and that depends on which person you, which kind of person you are, or. Honestly, at this point, was available, which is humbled. <laughs> you know, honestly though, <laughs>、so、like、up. if I really like how the look of the paper hanger looks,、uh, that kind、you、of the、uh, like the super long, yeah, it 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 has a very unique feeling to it. I'll be honest. But a hundred and thirty pounds—that's that's a lot for a scissor. It is a lot. I I'm not gonna lie. It is quite a bit. And it is made for、uh, specifically for paper cutting because it has a、uh, really short, has a short handle and has a long blade.、Mm-hmm. So if you want to cut anything else with it, you don't have enough leverage to cut it.、Hmm. Yeah. So. But maybe this is this one of those is... things where, like, you know, people look at fountain pen users like us and like a hundred dollars for a pen, you're insane. Yes, I will say yes. The this this is definitely a point of reference and. Of course, I I mean I we haven't delved into like thousands of dollar shears and scissors for hair and dressers and stuff. Yeah, and those are you know completely different level. Like there there's one with pivots, okay, for hairdresser. There's billing pivots、oh, wow. for hairstylist at their thumb, so that they they can use it without having stress on their thumb and they、Ooh. can move faster with it. Yeah. Those are like the next level scissors, <laughs> next level fountain pens. They're there's definitely next next level scissors, but those are scissors that I find、uh, interesting that I felt like sharing so far. All right, so you've given us about six different scissors through your many weeks of research. <laughs> yes, and、uh, I guess we'll a see- lot of deep dive. I guess we'll see what you will eventually buy. But which one are you thinking about getting? Well, for the very beginning slash starters, the, the starter scissor, I will most likely, most likely, pick up a、uh, the black scissor nine inch. The Wilkinson. Yeah, the Wilkinson. Okay. And then we'll have to debate <laughs> on the rest. <laughs> Most likely a Wilkinson, which is forty three bucks. It's not super expensive. It's also not cheap, but it's somewhere in the middle of the road.、Um, because Wilkinson is Teflon,、mm-hmm. so it does have the added advantage of compared to the Cutco and the the Kai one. Granted, the、um, someone call the、uh, Nakabayashi is Teflon coated too, so there is a advantage to that. It has a similar advantage. Right. So maybe that one, if I really want to start and try out to see how well that works, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I actually might pick up the Nakabayashi scissor just because number one, it's not very expensive. Fourteen bucks is really not that expensive. And、um, right now, my tools to live by scissor is my current home hair cutting scissors. So like, I need another scissor to replace it for. So so you don't want to doll it up, right? Yeah, it's just cutting your hair right now. Yeah, and hair, I think hair just like paper is not very good for scissors. <laughs> uh, well, it is a harder material, but I'm not sure it's as abrasive as paper. I'm not sure it's as abrasive as paper actually, because、mm. paper is actually relatively abrasive if you use the wrong paper. 
can you talk about the reasons why that might be? Well, um, depends on your paper is made and materials. As we all know, paper is kind of is is made from well, most paper is made from trees, right? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, I mean, besides a specialized like stone paper and, uh, or whatever, stone paper, yeah, yeah. So most paper is and cotton paper as well. Most paper is made by tree pulp. And uh, when it's tree pulp and the manufacturing process, of course, inevitably will have dirt mixed in. Mm. And it depends on how well and how pure your paper pulp is. Some dirt, sand, silica will eventually get mixed into your paper. Mm. So like our super high class, that's actually also why it's kind of important to have a good... uh, paper for your notebook where you have a fountain pen is because the higher class notebook paper generally has less uh, foreign substance in them. Mm. So it is less harsh on your pen nib. And if you have like cheap Chinese cardboard, cheap paper, recycled paper especially, a lot of them will have uh, will have dirt sand mixed in and during the drying process they actually get baked into clay Mm. which is really bad for your stainless steel scissors really abrasive and really bad for your scissors (laughs) they're both they're bad for both it's a little bit less obvious on a fountain pen because fountain pens uh tip is super hard but scissors is not as hard and you're also which... not trying to cut into the paper right you're just writing on the surface so it, the yeah. action's different yeah but then the scissors you had to cut through it so even so even if a paper is coated you still gotta cut through all the fibers and right. uh, yeah so a bad quality paper will dull your scissor quite fast and that's why do not if anyone is in tailoring in doing tailors or you know your your mom grandma's doing tailors do not use your scissors on them you want to get yelled at good to know but yeah like for, yeah. for going back to the nakabayashi uh scissor like for 14 bucks that's really not that bad and i really like how it looks it like that curvature of the blade is really fancy yeah so I think that is a pretty, that one is probably a good introduction to the uh, higher end material and the tire encoding scissors overall. And it comes in a lot of different colors too. There's a champagne one. There is a, what is this, a pink brown? It's like a copper Yeah, they call it titanium. Yeah, they call it titanium something. I think they're both titanium, the uh, gold one and the black, uh, the gold one and the rose gold one or not even rose gold really dark brown color <laughs> i'm not sure how to describe that color man. they also have like a I, i'm looking into like the jet pen archive into these scissors there's like a it uh-huh. looks like these look child scissors these look weird which one so, the uh saku uh sakuto cut sakuto cut yeah i think they're meant they're not child safe Oh I no! They are. They just look like they're child for... scissors. Yeah. They. Okay. So here's the interesting thing. I never actually really used child safe scissors, even in back in Asia. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just scissors like this. It's just scissors that has a cover over them, so in case you're walking with it or like having them around, you don't stab someone with it. 
but I never really use like child safe scissors. Yeah. Have you? I well, I've I've used child safe scissors before, but at home I just had regular scissors because child safe scissors can't cut for crap, right? It's just <laughs> yeah, it's just a block edged piece of plastic that you hope will cut the paper, but all it does is it just tears it. It just tears it. Honestly, like it, yeah, it doesn't cut cleanly. It just really tears the thing. And as anyone who has any experience with knives and edges, if you have a dull knife, you're more likely to cut yourself, not less likely to cut yourself. Correct. Wow. Assuming you have the right cut method. Like my mom always complaining about me getting her kitchen knife too sharp. <laughs> yeah. But well, I was like, why do you put your finger there? But you know what? Hey, she does majority of the cooking, so I can't say anything. <laughs> There is a point at which your your kitchen scissor can be a little too sharp, I think. Kitchen knife. But, I mean, I sharpen it, I'm like, actually, okay, okay. It may have been a little bit too sharp, I think. <laughs> I actually can't think of it. I sharpen it 18 degrees. I think maybe I can bring it down to a 20 degrees edge and probably, probably still works just fine. But yeah, the, I mean, these scissors look okay. I wouldn't get the kid plasticky cover one. They don't look as cool they as the one. They don't look as unique. That's they don't like... look as unique as the uh, full size one, of course. Yeah. Yeah, so um, that is definitely the good scissors. Oh, there is, of course, the little Japan Japan scissors that I can put in your pencil case and kind of disguise itself as a pen, but that is... <laughs> It has another topic for 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 another Con time. Con concealed carry scissors. <laughs> yes, concealed scissors. I would say. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think any of us are going on an airplane anytime soon, but I'd be curious if that would pass airport security. Well, I mean, as long as the cutting edge is not too long, I think you're fine. Uh, you can even bring you can even bring the smaller swiss army knife we do i thought you could no i was not able to bring my smaller swiss army knife on it and that's the standard key based swiss army knife i can't bring that on airplane last time i traveled. Like, didn't know you'd bring nope. it and my oh. a friend of mine flew to georgia to help with the um elections in um georgia and he uh -huh. had one on his key and he had to toss it because they couldn't bring that on the plane you guys tried to fight it uh, no, he, he just, just tossed it. it he just tossed it. Out. He just okay. tossed it. I mean, it's like five, five or ten bucks. Like, it's not anything to I, uh, cry about. I know but... it's it's not worth it to cry about. But sometimes I think those are actually legal. I thought you couldn't bring nail clippers, or do I have that wrong completely? Uh, I don't remember uh, about nail clipper. I know for a fact that knife has a uh, has a safe distance. Uh, has a safe length for airplanes yes, they... this needs to be yeah. looked up yeah i feel like i'm gonna be put on a list I mean, looking up airplane a... knives <laughs> it's not it's allowed if it's not longer than two and a three basically 2.25 inch two and a quarter mm. if it's shorter than it's tsa safe maybe I mean, again, this is not a problem I'm going to encounter anytime soon, so, but... Yeah, it's 2.36 inches long, basically 6 centimeter in length, and it cannot be... The uh, the blade itself cannot be wider than half an inch. It cannot be locked, 
and cannot have a molded grip, which is like your small, your your small Swiss Army knife perfectly fits the bill. I see. I mean, it seems like. And it seems like it's still loud, but every time I pass through TSA, they, like I, I tossed mine out one I time. I mean, uh, ultimately, it's not that much of a hassle. I mean, they're, they're cheap, but I mean, I don't know. If they allow it, they should just allow it. <laughs> yeah. I was always afraid that they, they would opinion. confiscate my fountain pens because technically some of the fountain pens have kind of an edge to it and it's a long piece of metal sometimes. I thought they would confiscate mm, it, but they've never had... No, no. It should, it should be fine. Fountain yeah. Pens. I mean, look, my my boss was able to bring a... Okay, <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. So, you know, we're, uh, we're engineers, right? So we do yes. surveys. Um my supervisor liked to bring a set of tools with her with him, and uh, a set of tools. Set, okay, yeah, he he liked to bring screwdrivers when mm-hmm. he needs to. He takes apart a electrical panel to see what is behind it. Okay, I don't personally do it due to the fear of being shocked. <laughs> he is a he 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 is old school, and he think that it is better for him to open it up to see what's inside. Good for him. I'm not gonna do it, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he brings he he brings his uh, he brings he does bring his screwdriver with him on an airplane. And yeah, see. And if I recall correctly, there was one flight came back. He was super upset because the screwdriver he's been using for the last decade is confiscated. Oh, no. <laughs> it's his old trusty screwdriver, and one day TSA took it away. Correct. I can imagine. Yes. And then he went ahead and bought a multi-bit screwdriver later on. Used it once and confiscated on the second time. Oh no. <laughs> because there's a length limit and the, the second TSA agent think that the the entire handle is considered a length. Oh. So it's too long again. <laughs> oh no. I mean uh, these things are all up to the interpretation of the TSA officer, right? Like Yeah, that's a tricky thing. Like you never really know the, the enforcer how he wants to do it, so Yeah. Oh well. I mean, to be fair to the TSA agent, if someone did want to do something nasty on an airplane, a screwdriver would do that pretty well. I would say a long middle, like the the, the actual middle one, sure. Yeah. No problem. The second one he got confiscated with, with one of those fat multi-bit at the end, Oh, the actual sharp point is only like an inch. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's you can't do anything with that. <laughs> I mean, you can. I mean, I don't want to talk talk, but like okay. you know how you could, yeah, but yeah. like still, like it's that's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So. I could probably cut. You could probably cut someone with the edge of a MacBook Pro too. That thing's pretty sharp. I guess if you really wanted to get like nitty gritty to how dangerous things yeah. are. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I still kind of find it funny, but. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck. So, oh well. What can we do? Yeah. But 
thank you so much for um, your deep dive into what do we talk about? The different types of metals used for scissors, the the deep niche the of scissors, all the different so... options that j scissors have. Yes, and uh, the, the really quick into coatings and material. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot of my time researching scissors for the last couple of weeks. So I've hinted many that. times on this podcast how, Frank, you have a zeroed in focus in research sometimes where you will just dive super, super, super deep into a subject and just come out with all of this new stuff that somehow piques our interest yes and uh um i am the person that is hard to focus <laughs> most of the time <laughs> but once i'm focused i'm very interested in it for a period of time minimum clearly until i <laughs> until i figure out that i think I got enough on the topic. I got a lot of time. I just move on to the next one. So, yeah. So for the time being, this is this is all I can contribute. If you're curious of getting a scissor, um, please click on the link down below. You can probably see what we talk about today. And um, well, and um, I don't think we have a product section for today for fountain pens. Honestly, yeah. we have a lot of products I for scissors though. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like I don't think there's any new fountain pen today, but there there's a lot of scissors for you to check out if you're interested. <laughs> yeah. All right then. All right. So until next time when we talk about the next thing Frank is deep diving into research. Um I'll see you later, man. Yep, I'll see you later too. Bye. Bye.